Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. Today is Monday, December 30th, the eve of the eve. Hopefully you all are having a, a happy and healthy end to your 2019, into the 2020 new year, new year's resolutions, all that. But for right now, we have a six-game NBA slate to break down. Excited to break it down. There's some pretty decent prize pools. I like the size of these six-game slates. The NFL playoffs are also starting. So I do want to share with all of you a goal, I guess a New Year's resolution for myself, a brief one, one of my New Year's resolutions, is to hit 20,000 subscribers on this YouTube channel and hit 1,000 subscribers on the audio version. We're about three quarters of the way there in the audio version in just a couple of months. But on the YouTube channel, you know, I've been grinding this for about uh, almost a year and a half now at this point. I think with the NFL playoffs and the PGA both starting up, I think we'll be able to get there. But also you, the NBA crowd, I appreciate it. So hit that subscribe button if you're not yet already subscribed, both on the audio version and the YouTube version. Once again, thank you so much. You can follow me on my social medias, Instagram, Sal Vetri, Twitter, Sal Vetri DFS. We just crushed through 5,000. Uh, 5,100 followers over on uh, over on Twitter. So thank you. I'm going to make it a priority of mine to make sure I'm posting a lot of valuable content over on Twitter um, in 2020 as well. So thank you. I really do appreciate all of that, everybody. This video today is sponsored by drafters.com. We had a nice listener league yesterday. Listener leagues, drafters.com. Let me tell you right now, uh, it's fun. Uh, not only is it softer over there, like because you're not doing salary caps, so it's not as much math and advanced 150 lineups. Um, it is very easy to win and it's fun to win. I, I guess very easy to win is probably somewhat biased since um, I've only been playing for like daily now for a couple of weeks, but yeah, get over to drafters.com. It's linked up down below. It's like season long, except for that day. So you go through a little draft, you take the positions that you need and you go from there. It takes about 10 minutes to draft. Um, and, and yeah, we're going to be doing some season long ones for the, or we're going to be doing some DFS ones every single day for, uh, DFS. So like for our viewers. So if you do want to get into an NBA listener league, let me know. And I'll start creating those uh, each day. Maybe if we have enough uh, feedback today, I'll start posting links to the people who comment that they'd be interested, maybe a $5 buy-in. But if you do want to sign up for drafters.com and check it out yourself, the promo code SAL100, S-A-L-100, gets you a 100% deposit bonus up to $50. So be sure to put that into the little box. It does help me, but again, it also helps you. So again, hit the subscribe button, follow me on those social medias. I do post updates to exclusive content via Instagram, and then I post some other beneficial information in terms of stats, in terms of news that you need to know over on Twitter. So be sure to follow me there. Thank you so much. Once again, I appreciate it. Let's get into this video, starting with the injury news. Six games slated. and my God, this is some of the most injury news we've had in a while. So for Atlanta, Trey Young is going to be out still with his ankle. And honestly, it's going to affect a lot of people, but a lot of people who just don't do much outside of John Collins. Directly at the guard position, Kevin Horder can play his 30 to 32 minutes, and he's not that productive of a player at a steep price point. DeAndre Bembry is probably the candidate I like the most, but who knows if he plays 18 minutes or 30 minutes. Cam Reddish is probably going to play around 30 minutes, but he's a low point per minute producer. And then you have John Collins, who, in a slightly difficult matchup, although he can take his player in Nikola Vucevic out of the paint a little bit, but in a difficult matchup, he's the guy who gets the biggest bump in overall productivity and usage. But again, it's a tough matchup at a steeper price point. So Trey Young being out is clearly going to affect things. It's just hard to pinpoint it. Obviously, John Collins would see a big bump. After that, I don't know which one of these terrible guards is going to do anything. Jabari Parker is doubtful. Will also help John Collins' minute stability. Vince Carter to an extent. In Brooklyn, Karis LeVert remains out. Kyrie Irving remains out. It'll still be the Spencer Dimity show, who's at a decent price point, Joe Harris and Garrett Temple. Laurie Markkinen is going to be questionable with an illness for the Bulls. I'd expect him to play based on the reports I'm seeing, but if he was to miss, Thad Young, uh, Daniel Gafford would see bumps, Luke Kennard, Wendell Carter Jr., all the players at the 4 and the 5 for Chicago. For Detroit, some big news here. Questionable 
leaning towards doubtful now, I believe, is is Blake Griffin with a knee injury. Christian Wood, Andre Drummond, Thon McCurr would receive benefit, but also Markeith Morris is already out with his back injury. So it seems like Christian Wood is about to start at the fourth today. I have questionable in here right now, but I believe the latest update that I saw right before going live here since five in the morning was... Um, Blake Griffin being doubtful. So yeah, Christian Wood should probably be starting next to Drummond. Drummond's 9,300 without Blake Griffin in there, and we've seen what the bumps do for him. Instead of being a 1.38 or a 1.4 fantasy minute producer this year, he's closer to 1.5. So uh, yeah, both of those players are going to be priorities for me, even in the matchup against Utah. They haven't been that great defensively. You could say that Rudy Gobert is going to be a challenge for Drummond. I think it's going to kind of go either way there, but especially for Christian Wood at the four against whoever it might be, Royce O'Neal. They did cut Jeff Green. It's going to be a good matchup. For Miami, Justice Winslow remains out. This back injury has now lasted I think two months for Justice Winslow, uh, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Derek Jones Jr., all those players that play at point guard or even at um, the small forward rotations like Derek Jones Jr. and Butler. We'll see benefits. Giannis is questionable with a back. Eric Bledsoe is due back today as well for Milwaukee. So Bledsoe coming back hurts DiVincenzo, hurts George Hill. But Giannis being questionable if he was to be out would help Bledsoe at a nice price point of 5700 on DraftKings. Uh, Chris Middleton's at 8100 That still seems fine. And Ersan Ilyasova at 5600 if Giannis was to miss. That still see- seems fine for a guy who probably plays around 27 minutes or so, 26 to 28 minutes. And he's been balling out in the last two games without Giannis. Now the price is coming up on Ersan, so it's not a stone-cold loss. But on a six-game slate, it's pretty easy to get there. For Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, their two best players remain questionable. Um, if Towns was to miss, you would still have Dang at center being valuable. Uh, if Wiggins was to play and Towns was to miss, there's benefit there. Robert Covington, Jeff Teague. It would be a really nice spot for Robert Covington if Towns was to miss against Brooklyn today. Probably plays 30, 32 minutes. And if Towns was to be in today, it's a really nice spot for Carl Anthony Towns. In Orlando, lots of injury news here. Some not impactful, though, all that much. But the one that is, is Aaron Gordon questionable with an Achilles injury. This would help Evan Fournier, Jonathan Isaac in the starting rotation out of the starters. And then after that, Wes Wanda would probably fill in for Aaron Gordon. He's a terrible fantasy point per minute producer i likely would not get there but fournier and isaac is where i would go and then mo Bamba is questionable with an ankle ken birch the backup center would take on the minutes behind probably 16 or so behind nikola vucevic today and then michael carter williams is out still with the shoulder this helps dj augustine the most and then also mark Fultz to an extent for phoenix deandre ayton is out today with an ankle injury aaron baines frank kaminsky main benefactors there at center and then dario sarge probably picks up a few more minutes at the four if kaminsky is spending more time at the five for Portland, Skull is going to be out today with an injury, so Anthony Tolliver will probably get backup center minutes. This likely increases the minutes that Carmelo Anthony gets as Skull is playing some minutes at the four. Mario Hazoni is questionable at the back. If he misses Kent Bazemore, sees a nice bump up there. And finally, Bradley Beal is questionable today. Um, with a leg injury. We saw in the last game when he missed that, you saw Gary Payton still get 30 minutes and play well. Jordan McRae got right around 29 minutes and played really well. Same thing for Isaiah Thomas, 29 minutes, got 30 plus points. All those guards would benefit. And then Troy Brown too. So that's where I'm at right now. There's a lot of injury news to watch. A lot of stars really um, that you have to be watching today. Giannis, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal, three of the most expensive players in the slate, all questionable today. And it's going to probably come down to the wire. So keep an eye on all the injury news. The target offense sheet, I'll quickly slide through. You can look at it. There's not a lot of totals. I'm doing this so early. And based on all the injury news, we're not going to get game totals until seven or eight o'clock. And I usually don't make my videos that late. So you can see there are six games today and we only have two totals. In those two totals, a 231 total for the, the hammer, the late night game between Portland and Phoenix. I think that's really appealing there. So um, what you're going to get is is just a lot of spots. And I'm just going to change the projected pace numbers here to how I need to get these to filter through for the game. 
there you go. You're going to see this last game be right around the league average in pace. Uh, the game that we had before that shows that Detroit only has a 103.75 team implied total, 10.5 point underdogs today against Utah. So that's a little bit concerning for your interest in maybe your Andre Drummonds. Although, I mean, if they're going to score 104 points, there's a really good chance Drummond has 20 to 25 of those and all the rebounds around it. So, yeah, we can't really talk much on the other games outside of the fact that there'll be nice pace spots in all of them except Washington and Miami to start. Um, both of those teams play at around league average pace to slightly below it. So um, Washington playing a little bit faster um, as of late. They're playing more as of late. They're playing a little bit faster as well. So it's probably a, a more quicker spot than this is actually going to project for. Um, so this is an interesting slate. We'll see what happens with the totals later on in the day. I think this is interesting that Portland one seventeen point seven five team implied total late night game on the slate four and a half point favorites um, two thirty one totals is really appealing and I think there's a lot of pieces in that on a six game slate that are priced properly. We'll get into them right now on these early interests. So before I keep going, I just want to let you know that I do have Patreon-exclusive content. It's exciting because this week, well, one, the NFL playoffs are starting, and I'm going to be pumping out just as much content over here on the YouTube channel, probably more due to all the showdown slates that are going to have huge prize pools, but then also over on Patreon. So check that out, not only for uh, Patreon-exclusive podcasts, live streams, but also my projections, my game-by-game notes. But then also PGA is starting up. I will have a Wednesday Patreon or Patreon PGA podcast discussing ownership, discussing where my final thoughts are, as well as a data sheet over there. I will get, begin to start doing first looks for the PGA on Mondays or Tuesdays here on the YouTube channel. But if you do want to get my NBA projections over on Patreon, I will do a little pop-up above right now. You can click on it. You can check it out, see what Patreon's all about. It is where, as an independent content creator, I host my exclusive content. Keeps the lights on here. It's a salvage YouTube channel. Allows me to do this for 80 to 100 hours a week like I enjoy doing right now as my full-time job. So thank you so much to all the patrons out there. And if you do want to join the community, be sure to check that out above. And lastly, hit that subscribe button as we continue to go through this video. I do appreciate all of your support. So... Early interest, I have, I think, 19 on here right now. Carl Anthony Towns and Drummond are my favorite pay-up options on the slate. Now, Giannis is on the slate, and he's questionable. We'll have to see what happens there. He's going to be end up being like a 12, 13-point favorite if he ends up playing today. I do like Carl Anthony Towns. He is questionable as well against Brooklyn. Again, you're not going to find a more dominating matchup for a center, and this is one of the most dominating centers. And yes, he is going to just bully Jared Allen and or DeAndre Jordan because Carl Anthony Towns leads his team still in three-point shooting attempts and three-point shooting percentage. He is an absolute unicorn at the center position. He can handle the rock up and down the court. He can go coast to coast as if he's a guard almost. And then he can post you up and score on you and and rebound and block and dunk on you just like any dominant center. So at $10,000, he's going to be facing if he suits up today, just two statues in terms of Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan in the paint, he will do whatever he wants to them. I would not be shocked to see Carl Anthony Towns take five, six, three-pointers today. Just keep an eye on if there's any minutes limit around him because we don't want that if we're going to pay 10K for him. Andre Drummond with likely no Blake Griffin today, likely no Markeith Morris. Honestly, if anything, that might help hurt Drummond because Christian Wood playing next to him probably takes his rebounding rate lower than Markeith Morris. Christian Wood is a more Fantasy point per minute friendly player. Uh, the matchup against Rudy Gobert isn't appealing, but he's only 9,300. If Drummond was 10-4 today, I'd be saying worse things about it. But the guy has to get you 47, 48 fantasy points, and he likely grades out for 50 fantasy points for me today. Again, you can check those projections linked up above and below to see exactly where I have Drummond at. John Collins at 8,700 with no Trey Young. The matchup, similar to Drummond, is brutal against Orlando today, right? He'll be playing at the 4, probably gets lots of minutes at the 5, so he'll see some of Vooch today. 
but it's hard to ignore the fact that there's no Trey Young. There's no that insane usage and assist percentage out of Trey Young. Collins is going to be still a rebounding machine here. Aaron Gordon, if anything, if he's going to be out for Orlando, helps space up the, the floor a little bit, um, meaning that Orlando will be a little bit smaller if they put Wes Owandu in the place of him and just a little bit less uh, physical there for John Collins. 8,700. I'll say he's not my favorite 8K player. The next guy is, but I think he's up there. Uh, Damian Lillard is that guy. Again, the highest total on the slate as of right now for the team and the game. Really nice spot against Phoenix. He probably sees Ricky Rubio, which is it's not that crazy of a matchup for Damian Lillard, who continues to just be underpriced for a guy playing close to 1.3 fantasy points per minute. Um, it continues to be productive over the last two weeks, just dropping 50-point performances like it's nothing, really. And he's priced well, well, well below his a season average of fantasy points, and not a lot has been changing. Yes, Carmelo Anthony's there. He's sort of stabilizing into the player that we thought he would be. Not this player going to go out there. He's playing huge minutes. Skull being out might even impact those today and give him a little bit more and a positive way impact them. Um, but he's, as of late last week, week and a half, you've seen a little bit more out of Melo that he's not going to just go out there and fire 30 real-life points a night, right, or 25. He'll hit you for your 18 to 20 um, and then not have many peripherals. And Damian Lillard really was never getting affected by Melo's performances. You saw Lillard dropping 45 to 50 points on nights where Melo was dropping 35 to 40 to 45. So I do like that now that Melo is not producing as much, it's giving more stability to Lillard. But even if Melo does have those pipe spike performances, it's not really hurting Lillard. So yeah, 8,500, I do prefer Lillard to Collins, but I think they're both fine. Vooch against Atlanta today. It's hard not to like this no matter who he goes up against. Um, it might be John Collins very well for most of that game. It could be a combination of Damian Jones, Alex Lenz probable today. Um, it's a good spot for Vooch no matter what at 7,900. I have him in for 32 minutes and he grades out extremely well. Jimmy Butler against Washington might be one of the better mid-range options, if not the best mid-range option. There's a couple of centers below him, one on his team that I really like against Washington today. But look, I think what you're hoping for is that Bradley Beal plays so this game stays relatively close. So you get Butler for all four quarters. Really tough to not like a guy that you can put in your shooting guard slot like Jimmy Butler and just kind of dominate all of your opponents, whether it's head-to-head, 50-50s, or even GPPs, with you having probably the best shooting guard um, on the slate at that point. Spencer Dinwiddie is comparable to Jimmy Butler today against Minnesota, um, just because of how dominant he is on his team. Doesn't really have a Bam Adebayo to take away from him. Jared Allen might be the poor man's Bam Adebayo, um, but not even close because he can't step out of the paint for the most part. But Dinwiddie, still 1.3 fantasy points per minute, still 30-plus percent usage, 30% assists. It's it's just a good spot. Uh, 7,700, the price points where it was when Kyrie was officially ruled out for the first game. I believe he started out at 7,700. Um, might have been a little bit cheaper. But, yeah, it's a it's a spot that Dinwiddie, it's hard to get away from a guy with this much productivity. Bam and Abayu is another guy in this 7K range that going up against Washington. Yamahimni, it's going to be really tough for him and KP to try and stop um, Bam and Abayu at 7,600 today. Butler and Adebayo, I'm fine playing together. I get that question a lot. I think it's okay. Ricky Rubio, 7,200 in that nice pace-up spot. Nice game. I do prefer Rubio to Booker. Hassan Whiteside. So Butler, Bam, Adebayo, and Hassan Whiteside. I like this slate because, look, you can pay up for Drummonds and Towns, and there's enough value to even get up to Drummond and Town and then go to the mid-range for one or two guys, I think. But you can load up four guys in the 7K range and have a really good lineup. I mean, you're looking at Butler, Dimwitty, Adebayo, Whiteside. That is a strong lineup, and you're spending at most 7800 for one of your top players. And a lot of these guys have the 50-point upside every single night. And if not, at their low points, probably drop 40 points today. And that would be all of them hitting value. So I do like that a lot. I like Whiteside. He is. Um, I like Butler as a mid-range option, but I said he's one of my favorite because I think Whiteside's my favorite mid-range option on the slate. Goes goes up against Phoenix and Aaron Baines for uh, Whiteside's going to play his. He's playing big minutes. He's going to play his 32 to 34 to 35 minutes. Majority of those will be against Aaron Baines. Some of them he'll get against 
It's Frank Kaminsky, and he'll probably bully Frank Kaminsky. He's $7,100 for a guy who was averaging 40 fantasy points per game this year, and now his matchup is not a difficult one. Um, it's as if he's priced down for some odd reason that he has a difficult matchup. Scala, his backup center, is going to be out today. So what do you get there? Well, you have Anthony Tolliver backing up Whiteside. If anything, that might give Whiteside a couple more minutes onto his overall minutes floor and stability around 35. So Whiteside at 7,100 is a strong play. My next interest dropped down $1,000 to Tomas Sadoransky, who's been very productive as of late. Eric Bledsoe being back, we'll see if he's limited. He's only been playing like 26 to 28 minutes a game on a good night. But it could impact Tomas Sadoransky a little bit from a defensive standpoint. Um, I think you might see more Chris Dunn and Bledsoe matchups, though. So Sato at 6,100. The price point's getting up there, but if you're going to continue to roll this guy out there for a minimum of 33 minutes, and he is a fantasy point-per-minute producer, uh, yeah, it's, it's really tough or close to it at this point. It's really tough to ignore that on a six-game slate. Robert Covington's in yellow. I really like Robert Covington if Towns misses against Brooklyn today. If Towns is in, it's still a fine spot at 5,900. You're just paying a little bit more than you should, probably three four $400 more than you should. I think you can go there either way small forward eligible as a starting power forward i do like that eric bledsoe's in yellow he returns today at 5700 i like bledsoe either way today in this matchup now he probably sees a lot of chris dunn which is difficult one of the most lethal defenders in the league right now as a guard but I think I'd really like Bledsoe and actually prioritize him, or at least try to prioritize him if Giannis is out. Now, 5,700, check if there's a minutes limit. If he's only going to play 24 minutes today, that, that might be enough with Giannis out, to be honest, at this price point, but it's a little bit more risky. So keep an eye on it. Chris Dunn at 5,000 just grades out as a nice value. He'll play his 30 minutes today against Milwaukee. He'll probably be really active on the defensive end. I think it's okay to get to Chris Dunn today. Aaron Baines at 4,900, going to play 28 to 30 minutes against uh, Hassan Whiteside today. That's good value for a center. If you're gonna if you're gonna buy value on a center, especially if it's chalky. Now I don't know if Baines will be because we have another guy at 3,800 about to be the chalk of the the decade on this six game slate. Um, but Aaron Baines, I would buy all of my chalk at the at the point guard or center position, primarily center position, just closer to the rim. Makes it really hard to fail. You're going to fall into rebounds, blocks, and easy baskets, and 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 one opportunities. Right. Markel Fultz at 4,800, not a priority, but he is facing Atlanta great spot for any point guard he is going to play 28 probably to closer to 30 minutes no michael carter williams today again so dj augustine markel fultz are both in fine spots i'll take fultz as a starting point guard here who is shooting guard eligible jordan mccray is in yellow for me so gary payton is six thousand. he's in he's in a fine spot too if indeed bradley beal is out today isaiah thomas is cheap but give me jordan mccray played 29 minutes last game they're very easily we're going to give him or will give him another 28 to 30 minutes again if you get no Bradley Beal today and he's only 4,600 that's good value in my opinion tough matchup against Miami though but I think it's still fine Derek Jones Jr. played 37 minutes in his last game 27 the game before that 30s before that he's playing big minutes I'm going to project Derek Jones Jr. for 30 minutes today against the Washington team that is starting guys uh, well not starting he only played 14 minutes last game um, under the names of like uh, Jonathan Williams. I don't even know these guys' names, um, but uh, just picking up anybody at this point because of the Davis Bertans, Rui Hachimuria, Thomas Bryant, Mo, Mo Wagner, all of their fours and fives are completely banged up and injured. So um, Derek Jones Jr. is in a fine spot regardless. He'll probably start at the three today, play a lot of minutes. And then lastly, the chalk of the decade, the guy that you're probably going to lock into your lineups as long as you see him starting today. And even if he doesn't start for some reason, he'll probably end up seeing 24 plus minutes. Christian Wood, hard not to like the guy. He's a 20-plus percent usage guy, a 20-plus percent rebounds guy. He's a blocks guy. He is a fantasy point producer darling, and he's only 3,800 today. If I project Christian Wood for 30 minutes today and project him to start, he is going to grade out for close to 10x value. He is going to grade out for me for around 30-plus fantasy points, and that's hard to ignore on a six-game slate at 3,800. If Christian Wood is 50-60% on today, do not be shocked. Get 100% in my opinion. So thank you so much for tuning into this video. 
please do hit that subscribe button before you leave on both the audio and the YouTube version. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I do post Patreon exclusive content in my Instagram story, so you can get it for free. Maybe I'll do that with NBA projections sometime this week. I likely will. So follow me over on Instagram. We're close to 2,000. Once we get to 2,000 followers on Instagram, I will post my projections for that day. So hey, it could be today if we get there. Um, a little bit of a bump, a little bit of a boost. And then follow me over on Twitter for the exact same reasons. I will be posting valuable content over there, as well as information and statistics that I think are important for whatever sport you're playing that day. So thank you so much. Appreciate you tuning in. It's really nice to meet you. Have a great rest of your December 30th, and I will see you tomorrow on New Year's Eve for the Tuesday NBA slate. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one.